everyone, welcome to my podcast. I am your host, Medusa Austin. I'm here to give fire signs a general reading for this week. Keep in mind, this is a general reading, so it may or may not resonate with you, and also this reading will be timeless. I will be pulling energies from the past, present, and future, so let's just take it out if it resonates only, if it resonates. Fire signs, if you're interested to see what the reading has in store for you this week, definitely stay tuned. Alright, fire signs. So that is Sagittarius, Leo, and Aries energy. So we're not going to be doing too much. Uh, we don't have the astrology cards um, or dice, uh, but still in all, throughout the reading, I may pull a particular zodiac sign. Maybe represent you, person of interest, timeline, or influence, so do check your houses if that is the sort of thing that you're into. Okay, so we have the, what is this called? The Literary Witches Oracle deck, and then we have the Popsicle Sticks. We'll pull some tarot, take a break, get the advice, and then close it off. All right. Um, before we get started, though, make sure you read the description of this episode and all episodes moving forward so you can just know what you need to know. Okay. So let's see. Um, let's get into the Popsicle Sticks first. All right, so we have here receive, love, okay, and then inconsistent. Oh, what? That was like a, a pump fake, a slip, right? Um, I thought it was going one way, then it went somewhere else. All right, so um, it could be inconsistent love, receiving inconsistent love, um, receiving love after inconsistency, okay? Um, uh, it could a person could be given love, right, and then within the receive receiving end right is inconsistent right so a person can be showering a person with love and then like just the ability to take it in to receive it to accept it is it could be inconsistent okay so let's see what's going on here when it comes down to this situation want to shuffle these a little bit I really like how these cards shuffle it feels really nice all right so we have here vision tree okay so I feel like for some it's this energy of 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 the way a person kind of like sees something right it could be lineage heritage whatever the case may be right growth of some sort there's there's a particular um kind of way of seeing things and i think i've said this before in one of the fire signs readings where a person can be very much um headstrong in regards to what it is that a person wants what it is that a person um feels things should play out or should be right uh, it could be really really like over judgmental sometimes because it's like well i want someone who makes six figures ha has no kids was never married and is a virgin and it's just like um but like uh you know good luck <laughs> good luck right but then when you're dealing with someone who is willing to like be there and and give you all the love and the attention and the support it's kind of hard uh getting past that judgment right that's being placed there right because it's like you you're too you're so hard to please you're too demanding your you, you your expectations is too high or it's too hard or you know it's like um it's it it, it kind of feels like that okay uh praying mantis here 
Um, and I feel like it's it kind of comes across as a little unfair because it's like, well, well, you have high you have high ideas, right? But then it's like you play these games. You, you're not perfect. Like, I can't take you seriously sometimes. You're not taking this situation seriously sometimes. So it's like you're at, you're wanting me to do to jump through all these hurdles. But when it comes to uh, time, when push comes to shove, when it's your turn, right? It's like I don't want to play no more. Where it's like, ah, oh, you know, I, I'm I'm going home. I got I gotta go to work, or you know, it, it, it kind of feels like that. Okay. So let's see here. Let's move on. We have to. Okay, so let's get into the tarot. Let's see what's going on here. Let's get into the tarot. You know what came to mind? Chris Tucker's, no, Chris Rock's song. When he was talking about, I think it's called No Sex in the Champagne Room. Um, or maybe that's what, uh, is it his name Levert, I think? I don't know, but someone sings it, but I don't know what it's called, but I'm thinking about it. He's like, Gemini, you're gonna die twice. You know what's so crazy? I remember uh, when that song first came out, I was pretty young. I was so scared of that song. I, every time, like, the song played, like, I got, like, I was just really scared. Because it's talking about all these, like, ways. Well, I don't know. Like, I don't, I don't, I have to li listen to it. But w every time when they said, Gemini, you're going to die twice, I think they showed, like, pictures of it and stuff like that, of how they would die or something. And I was just so scared. I was so scared. And I just had, like, I would, I would be scared to watch it because I would have nightmares about the song. <laughs> But yeah, anyways, yeah, every time I, my mom or my, my cousins played it, I had to leave the room because I was really scared of that song. Anyways, so yeah, let's start. So we have here the Seven of Discs, Nine of Swords, Temperance Energy, Sagittarius Energy. So I feel like, I feel like there is this fear here of if like things just don't work out. Like, say, hypothetically speaking, we were to travel down this yellow brick road, and then we find out that it leads to no man's land. Like, what? This isn't the Emerald City. This is, this is a wasteland, right? And that's, that's, that's the fear, I feel, right? And with this temperance here, it's really a kind of like, key it's like the key to overcoming any kind of like like fear right and one thing to overcome fear is recognizing that it doesn't exist because it comes from the realm of the imagination right and so once we get past that threshold of fear we realize like wow like that never really existed this was just a figment of my imagination uh stemming that stemmed from past experiences that helped to kind of cultivate right what a potential uh scenario that could be projected into the future right but that's that's the thing the the thing is we realize right that that's all that it is right it's just a projection so when a person feels in fear of someone else and then they act a certain way or treat a person a certain way they're projecting right that onto someone else 
So that's the energy that I'm getting here, right? Where it's more so like a lot of projection that's going on here. And with this temperance, right, it's, it's, it's pretty much, um, it's pretty much telling a person to get more so in control in regards to how it is that a person wants to create a future scenario. It's, it hasn't happened before, right? But it can feel like, a person can feel like, I know where this is going. I know where this is headed. This is, this happens all the time. Right, but we can change that. We can get ahead of the game and we can change that. We can rearrange, right, um, how things can work out and stop it in its tracks. Well, how do we do that? Being more involved, right? Being more involved in how things will work out. Like the scenario that I can think of, and it's because I play it now, is The Sims, right? The Sims have autonomy. Right when it comes down to do them doing what it is that they want to do, but us as the players, right, the the ones that are in control, the ones that ha hold the joysticks or the the mouse or whatever the case may be, right, we can go in there and exit out. No, you're not going to use the bathroom. You're going to go sit down and you're going to watch TV or you're going to go and cook or something like that. But that's more so you doing that in this situation in your own personal life, right? And so it's more so being more conscious in regard, conscious and aware of like choices, right? So it's like, no, instead of just saying, I'm not going to text this person, I'm not going to, I'm not going to bother this person because of whatever kind of feeling that a person feels. I'm like, no, you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to do it different. I'm going to change the pattern here. I'm going to text this person, even if I'm nervous, whatever. Who knows? Maybe having more involvement in a situation can change how things go, right? So let's see here in the challenge. Sorry. Just kind of want to write something here. Sorry. Okay. Let's the challenge here is the Queen of Cups. Okay, so that is my Cancer energy. So Queen of Cups to me is the ultimate lover, right? Um, it's a feminine, uh, the fem a feminine um, court card. So the King of Cups is the ultimate uh, lover it's for the masculine. Queen of Cups ultimate lover for the feminine. Now. Not to say that it doesn't exist, right? The ability to love, the ability to understand, the ability to receive, right? That word came out in the beginning. So maybe it's this energy of opening up to love, right? Because this inability to open up to love because of that fear, right? The ability to just love a person regardless of their flaws, right? Is like what Beyonce says. She loves Jay-Z, flawed, his flaws and all, right? Everyone sits there and says he's all, he's unattractive and he have big old lips and a big nose. And I remember there was a time where I went up, like someone had uh, a paparazzi took a close up picture of Jay-Z, his lips and, and it was, it wasn't, it was chapped. And, um, I think his nose had like, um, you, you know, like when you, 
I guess sweat the sweat glands or whatever. Like it's kind of like the white little. It was. It wasn't that. It wasn't that attractive, right? But it's like. But Beyonce loves him clearly, right? Beyonce appreciates him clearly because he was willing to have all these menage a trois, and then they're still together. Right, whether it's like just she genuinely, really, truly loves him. I mean, he was with her, like he was he 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 was like in her life when she like when she turned eighteen, right? And so he had some involvement in her, her image, her her. You know, I'm pretty sure he helped her out as far as like business wise and stuff like that. So there's just so much there, right? And so you know, I I I don't. You know, sometimes we can kind of like be like, what does she see in him or whatever? Or what does he see in her? It's like you can kind of understand why they are, why they choose to be together despite all the issues and difficulties that they face. Maybe it's also to her upbringing, but not necessarily because her mom divorced uh, her husband. I forgot his name. Her father. So... Maybe, you know, it's her morals. Maybe it's how, what she feels or whatever, right? Where she's like, I love him or I just, I, I'd rather stay with him because we have a family or we ha- have a business to run. Whatever the case may be, right? Either way, Jay-Z did the things that he did, right? And who knows? Maybe she did some things too. But she is able to understand, right? The way that she knows how. She's able to still love him and to receive him the way that she knows how, right? Despite what other people may think or say or how they might feel about the situation, right? She has she has her own sense of understanding. And I feel like that could be a challenge for a lot of people where a person can do certain things to people and then you can look at them and you just can't seem to understand or or open up to them again, right? And I've spoken about this in previous episodes where my partner's mom treated me the way that she treated me. And for a really long time, I did not want to open up to her or have her near me or anything like that because of how how things were in the past. But recently, we had to go to an event uh, that they were having and I was, I was nervous. I was like, well, what if it's going to be an issue? Like, I don't like, I'm going to feel some type of way. Like, I don't want to put myself through that and this, that, and third, but I went there and it really wasn't the case. Um, it was actually the complete opposite. It was very cordial, very peaceful. And, um, I had a really good time. You know what I'm saying? And I no longer, before, for a while now, I thought that I hated this person. I hated this person so freaking much. But now I'm at this space in my life where it's like I, I'm I'm fine. You know, I don't. There's no love there, but there's a lot of care there. There's a lot of of me just being uh, considerate of 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 her, um, being respectful of her. There is a tiny soft spot that is developing, right? It's it's just not, it just, things change. Things change. And we think that we're going to hate someone or just not accept them for who they are. But then when we give a person a chance, right, we recognize that, oh, wow, like, this is actually not that bad. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? 
Like, and so it's just like with like relationships, right? Like you can look at the, uh, someone here and like this, this guy's a bum. He's a bum, right? Like Rocky Balboa, right? Everybody was like, you're a bum. You're a bum. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, but the way that he loved Adrian, right? The way that they just was able to be together, right? He was a bum, right? And then she was living with her brother and then her brother was calling her retarded and all kinds of stuff, right? But they got together and they were able to just transform as like as better people right she took her glasses off right she was more confident she dressed nicer I guess like whatever I didn't I don't really care but you can kind of see where the movie was trying to emphasize how like she transformed her look right um not for the sake of of because she wanted that attention no it's because Rocky was able to see something in her and bring that out you know what I'm saying? It was already inside of her. It was already her. He didn't throw makeup on her or made her get surgery. No, he just said, like, can you take the glasses off? And, like, you look you look beautiful. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's a, she's already who she is. She's already beautiful, right? She just had, she just needed someone to kind of go, like, let her know. Like, hey, like, I don't know if you know this, but you're beautiful, okay? And then same thing, vice versa, right? Like, he was being rejected by everybody, even his coach. He was was going to that spot for, like, since he was a kid, right? And then, you know, him, like, being with her gave him the confidence to just go and just do it just regardless of whether he wins or not. Like, just having that feminine energy there to let him to let him be, feel understood and be received and and accepted right allowed him to kind of go out there and put himself out on the line you know what i'm saying that's why when he he wins he's screaming for adrian you know what i'm saying so it's like it's it's a great love story you know i love that movie i used to watch that movie so much <laughs> like back to back like two years ago when i discovered its existence um, and so I will always see the, the scene where he's running up the stairs, but I never knew about the movie, right? And so two years, three years ago, I saw it, it was on the TV, and I was just, I was obsessed with it. I just had to watch it over and over and over. There's this scene where Rocky and Adrian is in his just crummy, dusty, right, like neglected apartment and there's a song um oh man with this the guy and the girl um uh dang i forgot what it's called but it's such a beautiful song i love it so much and um i think if, if anybody wants to listen to it i get i'll i'll let you guys know but i really liked how they used the score for um, the din 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 that they use that score and they you they kept using it for different um songs right throughout the movie and just the way that they like just orchestrated that right it was just it was just amazing so let me see if I can find it um I don't want to what keeps coming in my head really is I just can't stop loving you <laughs> so that's that's definitely not the right um song 
All right, so I found it. I found it. You take my heart away. Yeah, that is. It's such a nice song. It's such a nice song, and it's just ah oh, man. I would play it, but I don't wanna. I don't wanna. It's already bad quality because it. I don't. It's just gonna. I don't know. But anyways, so that's what 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 that Queen of Cups is feeling like. Okay. And so I feel like here with this Five of Cups here, a person may feel the need to kind of, 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 uh, like the challenge is the inability to receive a person, right? Or, or love or whatever the case may be, right? And the way that a person can kind of like, uh, I guess, deal with it, right? With this Five of Cups is this energy of just feeling as if like, when it comes down to that department, there's no one that can truly fulfill a person or truly understand a person or truly be able to um, heal a person. And if that is the case, then that's not, that's never going to be a thing, right? We have people that come into our lives that impact us in, in amazing ways, Right, but when it comes down to healing a person personally, right, unless you're like a certified, you know, Reiki person or whatever the case may be, right, there's no one that's going to, or you, sh you shouldn't uh, put that responsibility into someone else's hands. When it comes down to personal healing, that is a personal problem. That is a personal thing that a person has to personally deal with, right, because at the end of the day, we need to start, okay, now I'm starting to get preachy here, and I don't mean to do that, so let's just not go down that route, but that's what it feels like, right, but I feel like what this Five of Cups is really trying to say is that a person really needs to just personally go through their own personal healing and um, forgive, right, and accept oneself first. And it's, it's like, yeah, you know, I accept myself and this and third. Yeah, I, I personally accept myself too, right? But sometimes there are times where I don't like myself, right? And that comes from a lot of, of, of historical programming, right? Within my environment, within my upbringing, within, you know, my, my experiences, Right. There's been times where maybe, you know, my mom may have said certain things that made me look at myself and say, like, wow, like, I don't like that about myself. Right. You know, there are times where I got disciplined and my mom was angry and she was upset at me and she said certain things. And then just, just it just made me not like myself. And that put an imprint that made an imprint inside my psyche, right inside my brain. And so something that can happen in the present, right, that could be kind of sort of similar, right, will remind me of that. And it'll say, this is the reason why I don't like myself. You know, like, a, a, I guess a clearer example is like, say, like, if you have a child and, you, and your child is frustrating you, right, when you're trying to do something as basic as, like, just go over homework. It's like, well, you was in school. Like, you should know how to do this. This is why you go to school to learn. When you come home, you're supposed to be reviewing. And so when kids, you know, they, you know, it happens. We all do it. 
But say like we're doing something like what is what is five times four? And they just can't seem to just pay attention and get in there and just do the work. It can be frustrating, right? So say a parent lashes out and yells like, why do you got to act so stupid? Or why do you have to do this, right? We're not thinking that that reaction right? They're receiving that. They're taking it in and they're swallowing it in. And then that imprints their psyche in the way that they think about themselves. So if they see someone and when they get older, have that, that kind of look that the parent had or have that kind of reaction that a parent have, it triggers that. Like, oh my goodness. Like, I don't, like, why am I so stupid? Why do I do, why am I this way? Or whatever the case may be, right? But then, what takes pl- what needs to take place is that healing from those situations, right? We don't remember everything that happens, right? But when we go through those moments where we get triggered and we feel some type of way, we kind of have to go in there and do the the take the responsibility to deal with it, right? So for me, my mom, you know, uh, said certain. She used to comment about like my weight and stuff like that and it didn't it became really bad when I got pregnant uh after my first kid and I gained a lot of the weight and so now I have this unhealthy connection or this unhealthy view of my weight and I have these unhealthy emotional attachments that follows follows suit whenever I think about my weight so sometimes I can look at I'll look at myself in the mirror and I just don't like what I see I hate myself I hate the fact that I you know got pregnant I hate the fact that I gained all this weight I hate the fact that it it like my body has changed and so it kind of feels like imposter is it called imposter syndrome or something like that but, I, but the healing takes place when I look at myself and then all these negative or bad thoughts come to mind and I have to, sh- I have to say, I understand you feel that way, but you're beautiful. I understand you feel that way, but it's okay. You know, you can do something. You can change it. It's not over. You're not done yet in this down and third. And then when it comes down to like, why did my mom say that? Why did she do that? And stuff like that. You know, like we can have that conversation, but that doesn't really matter. You know, it's just more so understanding the psychological or the the psychology of just people in general. And I understand how, when, you know, why my mom or how my mom could say certain things because me as a mom now, I can see where sometimes I can get frustrated. Sometimes I can get annoyed sometimes. And now you're just being a mom, but just being a human period, right? Dealing with other people. And they could just really just annoy the heck out of you, feeling jealous of somebody and then not in feeling as if a, you, a person just can't help but say something mean. You know what I'm saying? Like these things come to mind, right? These thought processes come to mind, which is like, say, like if this person is like dresses, dresses better than you and stuff like that. And then that thought comes like if, when they say like, oh, like, what do you think? Um, how do I look in this dress? Right. Then there's there's a choice, right, that comes about. You, you can say, you look beautiful, right? Or that jealousy can, maybe that jealousy taints, taints that, that, or comes in and kind of like says, gives an, another choice where it's like, say that she looks all right. Say that she looks okay, right? 
And then, like, you say that and then not say, oh, yeah, you look okay. You look all right, right? But then not realizing that by making that choice and saying that, right, it makes you feel a little bit better for whatever kind of psychological reason, right? But then not thinking that the person that's receiving it, right, that that hurts a person maybe a little bit. Or maybe they're like my granny and they are so confident to the point that they don't care what other people say. Right. But it just I'm just trying to paint a picture here where it's like our words, the things that we say, the things that we do. Right. The things that are being said to us, that's done to us. We receive it. We all receive it and it affects us. It helps to shape and mold us into the people that we are today, tomorrow, next year. You know what I'm saying? These all of these things are taken into account. Right. So we have to constantly constantly evolve, constantly repair, constantly uh, heal, constantly change, grow, or not. It can go the opposite way. You know what I'm saying? And so that's the energy that I'm getting here overall when it comes down to all this. This is amazing. I really like doing readings like this because it really helps me like kind of like, I like talking about things like this, right? Um, and so on the foundation we have here, the three of wands, the tower, six of swords, ace of wands. I honestly feel like what happens is, is coming across as two things. It's coming across as something that is like a pattern of a person like acts a certain way. It's a predictable kind of outcome, a predictable kind of pattern where things might not work out, right? It would be another kind of cycle or another kind of situation where a person decides, I can't do this anymore, right? And then a person uh, feels the need to personally, in order to like uh, d- uh, get over a situation that is not from healing per se, but utilizing that to inspire a person to want to go into do something else, go into something else, right? And so I feel like uh, there's this, and then it's also coming um, as a person feeling like, well, this is where it's going to head. It's not going to work out and then I'm just going to have to jump ship and then go, you know, go somewhere else, right? But that's the thing. That's the pattern. If, if a person gets completely complacent and comfortable to the point where they know how things, like it's like, I know how I am. I know how this is going to go, right? Then it's like, okay, at this point, we're, t- we're getting way too comfortable. We're not receiving any character growth. We're not even, we're not receiving any um, development transformations or anything we're just plateaued right we're plateaued okay and so um let's see in the in the past we have judgment sagittarius energy again okay queen of wands sagittarius energy again heavy on the sagittarius energy shouts out to you sagittarius okay and then we have here ace of swords so i feel like a person for it 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 kind of feels like like we said before, so the pattern is things don't work out, right? And so a person jumps ship and then they leave. But what happens is, right? And let's look. Let's take a look at this um, heart space in the upside down, right? We have the high priestess, so Pisces energy, two of discs. Okay, so like it's pretty much what we talked about, and I guess we don't have to really repeat ourselves, right? Where it's like there is no real true character development or growth here, right? Because a person is plateaued. Okay, technically I kind of repeated myself, but this is what I mean when I say all of this. Um, with that judgment here, Queen of Wands, Ace of Swords, 
it's it's the same thing as the six of swords ace of wands at least it feels that way for me where it's like okay so this doesn't work out so we can just we can just uh move on from the situation right and so that moving on kind of inspires a person to you know like uh say like you know i'm 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 ready for something different i'm ready for uh you know i'm ready to try something out or talk to someone else or whatever the case may be but with this two of, two of discs here in the um the heart space and the up, upside down and the queen of cups as the challenge there's no real true healing that takes place so a person can leave a situation right leave a cycle and then not necessarily get any healing but they're ready and eager to go into something else um and 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 feel like okay like this person like it, it with this ace of swords it really kind of comes across here as like um more harsher like is is coming across as a bit hard right maybe even defensive right maybe even more so like uh masculine in the sense where it's like um a person can be really really like just i'm in control uh i'm the captain of the ship right it's like that kind of thing and it's kind of hard i'm sorry i'm moving a lot but it's kind of hard right where a person kind of dealing de who deals with someone and they're always in control they always want to have the say they always want to be the one to um hand out the orders right and so it's just like uh i feel like if anything if this pattern continues to repeat itself it's just because a person just becomes more so the more authoritative and all that stuff like that that to the point where they can be a, a little bit dictatorial okay the heart space in the upright we have here the four of swords six of wands i feel like um where a person kind of like wants to escape right with the six of swords right the four of swords is more so saying like no like i kind of want to sit in this and i kind of want to like i kind of want to understand this i want to get better with the six of swords i want to be able to 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 accept myself to accept how who i am um why i am okay who i want to be like there's this there's this need to kind of want to like just sit and just be with oneself be within one's mind really just understand it really just want to figure it out uh make the changes and all that stuff like that this there's, there's a and that's the energy that i'm getting here with the this four of swords here the future we have the star here so aquarius energy scorpio death energy hierophant with the taurus and then justice with this libra wow so many major arcanas so this is more so within like in the future it's like the universe kind of like steps in right and it's like hang like you just need to take some time out you need to take some time out and really just change yourself right really change yourself and get get right get better right uh with this uh higher fit and this justice here Right. And so, yeah, that's the energy that I'm getting here with all of this. Right. It's like no more pussyfooting around. Like, just get it, get, get, get yourself together, get your act together. Right. Um, is the energy that I'm, that I'm getting here, especially with this Hierophant. Um, there's this need to really just, uh, vibe higher. Okay. Have, um, high, like just when it comes down to morals or values, right. It's not in other people. It's in yourself, right? Like 
have more have like hold yourself to a higher standard or to or hold yourself in a more and or see yourself in a, in a better light in a high like just just think more highly of yourself right is the energy that i'm getting here okay so um but then be careful though because we can also too uh, with this hierophant, we can also to get caught up right in this underneath this the the guise of or underneath the the notion that we need to look outside of ourselves to be taught about ourselves, right? You know, it's, it's like, yeah. I'll just leave it at that. All right, so we'll take a little bit of a break and then we'll come back with the advice from spirit. All right, so what is the advice for fire signs? And, you know, I know I've been talking about, like, relationships and stuff like that, but this doesn't have to be relationships. It can be, you know, it's, it's about love, right? So it could be personal love, right? So we have here the maiden and then the dead end, all right? So, um, yeah. So I feel like, I feel like the dead end, we kind of went into that kind of tapped into that a little bit so let's do the maiden and see how that how that is for you guys so it says here the virgin the princess the innocent the maiden archetype is the epitome of innocent arousal uh naive sensuality and precaution uh pre precarious purity she is compelling and addictive because of her flawless and youthful glow. She's the first archetype in the trifecta of maiden mother crone, and rightfully so because she has oh so much to learn. The maiden is perfectly positioned for trouble to come her way and subject her to a challenge that leads to the next phase of womanhood. She must grow up, yet hesitates at the threshold at an enamored by or enamored by the charms of youth the maiden represents the side of us that is riveted and curious drawn to shadowy forests dark nights and taking just one taste of poisonous fruit her magic is edgy and includes both shame and delight let yourself fall down the rabbit hole young one so when in light it is curious enchant enchanting sensual full of vitality when in dark it pretends it projects <gasps> what it projects it denies and fantasize okay uh, i think sagittarius didn't you guys get dark fantasies or something like that all right so it says for moving the maiden to the mother is challenging often leaving unresolved tensions between the two archetypes for years it is not a lifetime i mean if not a lifetime so for some it's this energy of dealing with some issues that comes from the mother that is our programmer our first programmer before we even step outside into the real world and you know into the matrix right our mother is our first our first programmer okay so it says here do you love to be rescued by another or receive a kiss that brings you back to life be wary of waiting for a prince. Break the spell of your own life. Exactly. So we were talking about that with the hierophant of like getting, you know, feeling as if like we may need to like, you know, look for a savior or look for someone else to kind of like uh, usher in whatever it is that um, a person may need. It's like, no, you know, not necessarily. You got to do this. You got to do this on your own. Okay. Save yourself. 
All right, so what is the fire sign? And it doesn't have to be another lover or a potential lover. It could be looking for like a preacher, right? I was going to say something along those lines, but I didn't want to offend anybody. So I just decided to shut my mouth. So anyways, for the crystal uh, slash gemstone cards, we have here wat watermelon tourmaline. So it says here, love, balance, clarity. So relationships are the currency of life and watermelon tourmaline raises awareness of soul agreements and your impact on other people's lives. This crystal is supercharged to activate the heart chakra, creating a divine connection between you and your higher self. Like the watermelon, it teaches you to enjoy the sweetness of life. Remembering good things often take time to ripen. Watermelon tourmaline balances masculine and feminine energies, connecting your heart chakra to both the physical and spiritual aspects of yourself. So Gemini, Virgo, Venus, and Saturn. Okay, um, and also too with this Taurus, uh, keep in mind like sometimes if we're feeling in the spirit to do better, right, or just just that notion of it, we might also too want to project that onto other people. So we may find ourselves wanting to like tell people what to do and preach be be other people's preachers and stuff like that when really it's supposed to be that energy is being bestowed onto you so that you can use it for yourself and that that happens sometimes you know so we have here uh lastly golden healer so abundance expansion golden rays so universal life force flows strongly with the golden healer with an exceedingly high vibration golden healer carries bioscalar waves an abundant form of power that increases in spatial mass this potent energy can expand awareness across multiple dimensions, transforming your vibration all the way down to the cells of your body. Connected to the solar plexus, this stone allows the highest form of healing for your identity and self-worth, releasing ancestral trauma that may have affected you and been passed down through your family lineage. All right, so Leo and Sun. All right, so um, let's close this off with a sacred card okay so you guys have here fierce serenity the distraction of shiny things and then it says here in balance okay so that is all that i have for you all fire signs good luck to you all on your amazing journey i hope i was able to help you out in any way shape or form until next time